so going into round five is was very similar to round three and four. I started off the round with um, some mouth sores, and the mouth sores that I had going into round five were probably the worst that I've ever had. And I'm in there, they're in my um, my right side, a lower molars um, at the back, and I remember sitting in front of the mirror, pulling my mouth open, trying to get out like my flashlight in there and a mirror to see what was going on. Because it was very, very painful, and I couldn't tell, it was it a canker sore, was it a sore, or was it actually like my gum rotting and my tooth rotting because chemo attacks the soft tissue of your your soft tissue which is your gums and there's a lot of times where you will have to get you'll have way more cavities after you will have to get to teeth pilt and so forth and even my benefits have said that because I'm going through chemo for the next two years I can actually go to the dentist every three months as opposed to every six months just because of how hard chemo is on your teeth. It also attacks the calcium in your teeth and you end up with like, you know, more cavities and rotting teeth. So it hurt a lot. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to have to get my molar pulled. Like it feels like it's just rotting and painful. And I'm, uh, I swish around with club soda because that's the biggest thing they said after you eat, swish around with club soda to kind of neutralize Soft bristle, soft bristle toothbrush. So I'm doing that. I'm putting on baking soda right along my gum line, trying to figure out if there's a canker sore, if it's like a, a point that it hurts the most. And I just remember going in and it hurts. You'd think that would stop me from eating all the baking I was doing, but it didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had these mouth sores and that and going in and I was just more, I was worried about that because... I didn't want the chemo to kind of exasperate the mouth sores and make it worse. And then I was thinking, oh, my last two rounds, I'm, I'm going into Christmas and I'm not going to be able to like eat anything. And maybe that's a good thing being the chubby one and all, but still I'm loving the baking and all the good Christmas kind of foods. But I was, it uh, kind of, it did actually get better. I don't know how, maybe I was just really diligent on my oral hygiene and it turns out it once I could get my husband to get in there, it was a couple canker sores, and but they just, I have a receding gum line, so they kind of hit right on the nerve, which kind of hurts. So that was painful going in um, and just being tired. I remember just being more tired going into round five than I was before. Like I really started to have that routine where I would really only nap when I got disconnected I would nap the Wednesday afternoon all day Thursday and maybe a nap Friday but not really and be trying to be ready to go by the weekend so I could just work on healthy food more water and getting my energy levels and everything back up before going into my next round and this round I went into it feeling exhausted so it's just that um, cumulative side effects going into things um, also it was kind of, again, I kept thinking, it was like, if I only took the oral, the pills, I'd be done by now and I wouldn't be having to do this round and that. So it was just, I just, I guess I wasn't as chipper as positive and going into this round. Um, but I, I went through and I, I came out and had, uh, my eye twitch going on and, and that, um, 
Yeah. So, and then I remember, yeah, I was just more tired, but as we were getting, it's getting closer to Christmas. So I really also wanted to make more time for all those Christmas things and activities that I'd planned with my advent calendar, with my kids and more baking. So I forced myself to, to do baking and just be awake in that. And there's a few times when we did baking at my mom's, I would, my, put my daughter down to nap and I, I crashed with her. So this time around, I actually napped on the Friday I remember napping on the Saturday and just like that was the one side effect that really hit, I guess, the hardest during this round. The mouth sores, believe it or not, got better. And again, like maybe it's good oral hygiene and that, but I really thought that they would be kind of getting worse because they kind of hit that day seven or near the end in the last two rounds. But this one got better and I didn't get another one. So, I mean, I yay that's a positive um I have an uncle who has been absolutely amazing and he has been coming over once or twice a week especially when I am completely out of it and tired and he will take my daughter all afternoon and I just nap and then he picks my son up from school and I'm able to sleep and relying on family is hard because I try to do everything and I you know I can do this and but having family there it makes a huge difference. And as I've said before, those people going through this without that family and support, especially with young kids, I don't know how they do it because there's days I don't know how I do it. And I definitely cannot do it without friends and family. Because even that sleeping, you don't, like, I'm out. Like, I can't even keep my eyes open. And... It's, yeah, and you're just a zombie. And, you know, my daughter's bouncing and talking and play with me, play with me, mama, play with me. And you're just sitting there playing cars and you're finding yourself like nodding off, like your head's kind of bouncing. And you're like, well, okay, no, I'm here. So having someone to just play with her has been great. And I feel so bad because she wants to be outside. She wants to go places and I can't go anywhere because my immunity's lower and I'm tired and... And things like that and it's just better to kind of stay in and try to get through this and I I feel awful because if I was healthier and home I mean I would take her for walks into the park and even just play in the backyard or anything like that and especially this year we've been so lucky on the weather so I've been I would be able to go out um before it this cold spell that was supposed is supposed to happen that's coming up so round five was just tired. I just remember being just tired, but also really trying to push, getting excited for Christmas because I love Christmas. My kids love Christmas. So we have, the home has, our home has been decorated since December 1st, full out, right? We have two trees. We have those window stickies that are to cover our whole back window. We've got decorations. We've cut out snowflakes. We've done baking. I've done baking because I've pushed and I usually love baking. And then my mom and my grandma are like, oh, you won't be able to get much baking done. So they've been baking for me. And I've got friends dropping off baking. So we have so much Christmas baking. It's unbelievable. And I have been eating all of it, as have my kids. And it's been wonderful. But come January, we're going to have to do something about that. So it's just been nice to kind of, again, hunker down in that Christmas spirit and just be with my family. But also, like I said, the 
exhaustion and the tiredness has has really hit. And I knew like being tired, like I've had it before in the last rounds. And I knew it's supposed to, like I know, and I knew it's supposed to be cumulative. I know it. But when they say, you know, you get exhausted, you are going to be exhausted. You're kind of, I was kind of thinking, yeah, I, I got a couple of days where I'm absolutely tired, but I'm able to bounce back. And this was the round where I just felt like I couldn't bounce back. And I was like, oh, so this is what it means to have, be exhausted the whole time. And exhausted to the point that even getting dressed feels like a lot of effort. And with the brain fog and the chemo brain and you're tired, you're trying to keep track of conversations and people are talking to you and you're like, yeah. So I might have promised a whole bunch of things that I would do and I can't remember what I promised and they will never ever get done. So I apologize to my husband who probably is hoping I'm going to help and do all these things and he's had these conversations with me and I cannot remember them for the life of me. Uh, Also, (laughs) I have to make an apology. So my husband was listening to one of my podcasts and the one where I had um, the nurse Karen when I got my port in. Right now, there's this, I guess, stigmas around the name Karen going around. I know as a teacher, because even my kids at school will be like, oh, don't be a Karen. That's such a Karen thing. And so when I talked with the nurse, her name was Karen. I cannot remember, honestly, if that was her real name or if that's the name I've associated with her. But when I'm associating the name Karen... I am not thinking of it as an adjective. I'm not using it as a describing word, like she's a Karen. I mean, maybe she just happened to be a Karen, if you think of it like that. But I have many Karens in my life who I love and adore, and they do not have the personalities attached to them at all. The Karens, so when I'm talking about a Karen, I'm using it as a noun, as she's a person, not as a descriptive word at all. So if I've offended any Karen out there, it is not that way at all. Karen is a noun. She is a person. The Karens in my life are nouns. They are not adjectives. And if they are adjectives, describing words, they're wonderful people with great personalities. And it just is so hard, I guess, because you use that name or someone's got that name and people are all all of a sudden like, oh, it's a Karen thing. So my husband was kind of like, we have good Karens in our lives. And if you chose that name, and I didn't purposely choose that name and I wasn't thinking about that for all I know that could have been her real name I cannot even remember if that was or not Um, but I guess those names kind of have always been around right I mean growing up we had when I was this will date me and put my age right out there we had the the guidos right they're a guido they're very you know or the chachi and things like that and those you as soon as you said that you had an image in your mind of what that person would be like and act like and look like but again not like that whatsoever so for all the Karens out there who are absolutely wonderful wonderful Karens I am really sorry that they have this whole Karen thing going on right now (laughs) so it kind of makes me laugh because I had to when I was doing it I, I never associated that at all and my husband was actually quite upset um but None at all. It was not meant to be offensive in any way at all. Um, Yeah, so ground five. And also um, there's more, um, I guess we're headed, it's right into flu season. So my my son's at school too. And uh, we're trying to stay healthy. And there's there's been 
COVID outbreaks at his school, but none in his class uh, so far. Um, but he had one on his bus. So he, he has one on his bus, and we get the, the email. And my husband are like, okay, so what does this mean? And it's kind of like, there's no reason to self-isolate, just keep track of symptoms and that. Well, he's also had a couple of kids in his class, and his teacher's been his teacher's been very good about kind of letting me know just because of our lower immunity of what and at home and that what I need to do. And uh, they've just been head cold, so negative cases. So it's kind of like keep an eye for symptoms. The symptoms are very similar to that of a, a regular cold and all the rest. So we're just kind of like okay. But when talking to Alberta Health, I mean, it's they've been very clear. Like because of my lower immunity. If COVID were to be in my house, I, I would definitely probably get it. Like, I'm the one with, like, the lowest immunity. If it's going to attack someone or hit someone, it'll hit me first. So, so far, knock on wood, we've been very lucky. I had a couple colds with my kids, but nothing, like, where I need to be in the hospital or anything like that. Um, and if I were to compare them to colds I've had the rest of the time in my life, I have not felt like they've been any more significant. I mean, when I'm th going through the actual cold, of course, I want to hide under a rock and die. And I feel like the world is ending. But if I were to take an honest perspective and step back, they have not been any worse than something I've experienced in the past. So that's been a very kind of lucky thing. So we've been kind of focusing on those lucky and those positive things. Um, just uh, kind of get kind of go through this and I mean Christmas is coming up more time with my family my husband's going to take some time off between Christmas and New Year's this is one of the first years so he works he has worked shift work in the past and a lot of times and he'll probably correct me and say I have not worked every Christmas we've been together and no he has not worked every Christmas we've been together but there has been a lot of Christmases where he has worked and we've had to celebrate differently or on different days and with kids and that. And this year, without him being on shift, we're going to do Christmas. Um, we're not quite, quite sure how it's going to look because I'll be finishing my sixth round on the 22nd. So if I'm, and based on how round five has gone, just me being that exhausted and that tired and who knows with the mouth sores and that, how it's going to look, we've kind of not done a huge plan for Christmas. We're going to kind of play it by ear. We've decided that. So, and then New Year's is coming up and I'm ready to shed 2021 and just move on to 2022 big time. So onwards and upwards, one more round to do. I, I just need to get through kind of that one round and, and I don't know if it, I'm home free from there, but it's just one round to go and just be done the chemo. And that, will be a wonder, wonderful feeling.